Podcasting on hard mode. What's up? It's the boy Kyle Ken, and as you can tell, I am by myself. Greedo and Snus cannot be here with me today, but like we said earlier before, we're not trying to miss too many episodes. So even if we have to go solos or duos, we are not trying to miss any more episodes of the 16-bit dream podcast. So with that being said, welcome. This is not going to be a this is not going to be a forever thing, but this is going to be a solo episode. Even though it's being uploaded very, very late on a Sunday of all things. You know, they say the show must go on. The show must go on. Bye. So in the past few weeks, we meant to record the day of the Nintendo Direct, but things got in the way. So this is a extremely late review. Uh, well, never the review. I'm just me personally. I'm just going over the highlights of what I thought was the most interesting parts of the direct. And to be honest, there was a lot of highlights with the Nintendo Direct. I want to say it was July, July, February sixth. I want to say it was February. I think it was February first. I want to say February 1st. I said 6th. That was a Monday. It, de- it was definitely a Wednesday. Yeah, the February 1st Nintendo Direct. So, I'm over... So, that I'm just going to go over the main titles that I that I was hyped for. The first title they announced, Pikmin 4. Okay, I am a huge Pikmin fan since the first game dropped. It was definitely... It was definitely not the game you expect. Like, you really might expect that cutesy little alien plant thingies just to be like a lysim or something. No, nigga, that no, that is a game about survival. Pikmin one was about survival, like 30 days on a planet. Fix your ship as fast as possible. Boom, boom, bada, boom, bada, bing. I never would have realized how dark that game got fast. Like, have you ever seen a smoky pro? Like, hey, if you've never seen the Smoky Prog, don't. Don't. That shit will traumatize you. Hearing all the Pikmin cries, that shit will traumatize you. Yeah, but Pikmin 4 is coming out July 23rd this year. So, decent summer release. Decent summer release. Then the next game that I personally was excited for was the Dead Cells Castlevania crossover. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that when we talked about the Game Awards, but it had the release date is set in stone for next month, March 6th. Yeah, like I'm just trying to blitz through this because this is not going to be a long episode. It's me by myself. I'm essentially just talking to myself, but isn't that what thinking is? Just talking to yourself? Or, or is that a monologue? Fuck it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, even by myself, I get all topic. Okay. But another hit I was I was very pleased to see was the Etrian Odyssey Origin Collection, which they have Etrian Odyssey 1, 2, and 3 coming out June 1st. So, so a lot of these summer, yes, a lot of summer titles. So the summer, the Switch is about to be lit in the summertime. I'm not sure if Etrian, I'm not sure if Atlas announced that Etrian Odyssey is going to be on other consoles, but we know with Switch, guaranteed. And Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reloaded, 
or reboot, whatever it's called. Let's hope this game don't get pushed back again. Because to be honest, this is one of those games that I was excited for. Push back. Another date came up, push back again. So if y'all want to push Advanced Wars back, because I got a feeling y'all push Advanced Wars back strictly for Fire Emblem Engage. That's my that's my theory, because it because aren't they both made by the same individual? What was it was the same company or same team? So the fact that they have the Fire Emblem out the way now, we could enjoy Advanced War 1 and 2 remake finally. And that's April 21st, well, one day after 420. But still, we're about to enjoy, even though we said it before, Attic RPG is black, blah, blah, blah. So far, a lot of RPGs were announced over just this during this direct alone because they dropped a bombshell with Bottom Kados 1 and 2. Well, it's really Bottom Kados and Bottle Kados Origins, which is 2. So they dropped that bombshell as well. No release date, just a window of summer this year. But still, I think the first time I heard of Bottom Kados, it was way before they put the song in Smash Brothers. The like validatorian elegy way before they put that in Smash Brothers. I heard about Encados maybe in middle school. A friend let me borrowed it and it was wrapped from there. But still, it was rumored maybe like in January it was rumored, but I didn't think it was actually coming because like who the hell really just think of Bottom Cados out of nowhere? That is not a franchise that if somebody said, "Hey, yo, they're bringing back Bottom Cados," you're not really taking that one seriously. Keeping the buck, like you're not taking bottom cottles. That is not a franchise, even though it's only two games. That is not a franchise that you would expect just to come back from the grave like that. But yeah, so they announced Etron Odyssey, Bottom Cottles, and Advance Wars. Let me just I wrap up the RPG talk. Sea of Stars fine well, like I wouldn't say finally, but there's no release date, but they put a demo out on Switch, which I have played maybe like two or three times already. It is fun. If you love classic RPGs like Chrono Trigger and whatnot, this is definitely the game for you. For sure. For sure. Because there is a lot of there's a lot of indie RPGs or pixel-based RPGs that a lot of people will sleep on and totally ignore. But if you truly love RPGs, especially Chrono Trigger and Pacific. Chrono Trigger specifically, you will love Sea of Stars. And the last RPG news that I can remember off the top of my head, or that's on my list, is Octopath Traveler 2 demo also releasing. Which is funny, Octopath Traveler 2 drop next week, and the reviews are coming in. It's actually, it's actually, um, like they, they said the story is actually more coherent. The problem that I had with Octopath Traveler 1 was the story, the stories were not coherent. Not coherent, that's the wrong word. That's not that's not the wrong word. That coherent is definitely the wrong word. Just connected. That's a better word. The stories were not connected. The eight travelers, they all have their own little they all have their own little thing. And then the final boss that just kind of came out of nowhere ties them together. But other than that, um the fact that I've been hearing nothing but good things, minus IG and cause like how because like what does IG never get right? That is rare that IG and get something right. But with all the reviews, Octopath is definitely looking up. It is definitely one of those games that I feel like we should 
well, if you're an RPG fan, if you really just love that kind of those kind of games, you should really play Octopath Traveler 2. I know some people might be upset that Square Enix is pushing this instead of the Dragon Quest 2D HD remake. But think about it, bro. We got this um, triangle strategy last year. We'll get it when we get it. Y'all can't rush like you're, you're anybody like that's rushing greatness today is your bedtime. So you're going to get Dragon Quest 3 HD eventually. So just wait on it. They haven't canceled it. They haven't said nothing about it. They gave y'all one trailer. So guess what? Eat off that. Just eat off that and like y'all be good in the f and y'all will be good in the future. Trust me. That Dragon Quest 3 remake that Dragon Quest 3 remake is not dead. Because y'all y'all only been waiting like two years compared to this next game I'm about to announce. The next bombshell, Metroid Prime Remastered. We were complaining about yeah, like we were complaining about that game not being released. What like I'm like people talking about oh my they went for Dragon Quest 3 HD remake not being released but Metroid Prime 4 we went bro that game got announced the same day Mario Odyssey got announced no bullshit go watch watch the direct that Mario Odyssey was announced Metroid Prime 4 was announced the same direct and we had and since they announced it we had three Metroid games I want to say four because I'm not sure when Federation Force dropped but Metroid Prime Returns. Metroid Prime Samus Returns on 3DS was, was released. Metroid Dread and Metroid Prime Remastered. It's like every time I feel like every time they drop a new Metroid game, it's just like, okay, we know you want Prime 4, but we're going to push. Yeah, we know you want Prime 4, so like take this game as an apology. I feel like if we get Prime 2 and 3 before 4, yeah, like is yeah, like is either pushing us back way further than expected, or y'all just want that to be okay. So like, here's two. Okay, so here's two scenarios. Y'all pushing Prime Four back, and you want Prime One, Two, and Three to like just as appetizers, or or you want people to like be familiar with the with the franchise before Prime Four drop, and I'm hoping it's the latter. Because I haven't played Prime 1, 2, or 3 in years. I think the last time I played Prime 1, not Prime 1, well, yeah, like, I would say, like, the last time I, like, I played any Metro Prime game is when I got the collection. And I got that during the Wii U era. It was, yeah, I didn't even get that during the Wii. I got that during the Wii U era because it wasn't shit to play on it. So I got the Prime collection. But still, um, it was a, it was a nice drop. And the best part about that is Prime Remastered is available now. After the Direct, it was available right after the Direct. $40, I will admit that is a steep price point. $40 for a remaster of a game when we're waiting for a new entry. I'm going to get it eventually, but how my life is currently set up, it will have to wait. Now, the next big bombshell that they dropped, uh, the next big bombshell that Nintendo dropped on us was Game Boy and Game Boy Advance coming to Nintendo Switch. Actually, they're already here already. So, Game Boy Advance dropped six games on it. Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, which is, I'm kind of glad y'all, 
yeah, like I'm kind of glad y'all went out there first with Mario Luigi Superstar Saga. I would have been mad if that wasn't one of the first games on it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Kart, WarioWare Inc., and Curry Curry. And the Game Boy, I really didn't care too much about the, I'm going to be honest with you. I really didn't care too much about the Game Boy games, but the Game Boy Advance games, that was where it was truly at for me. So with this being said, they re-announced a few games on the platform, such as I remember Little Sacred Stones. I, it's either Binding Blade or Sacred Stones, Metroid Fusion, Golden Sun, and I think Oracle of Ages of Seasons. Something, something else they announced. Like I gotta look it up later. But the fact that we complained so long about them not having Game Boy Advance and Game Boy and Game Boy games in general. The fact that I feel like we're kind of at the end of the Switch life cycle because it's been six years at this point. So we are literally year six of the Nintendo Switch. And you guys waited this long for these this upgrade. It's kind of baffling. But at the same time, the reason why I'm not too hurt about it. I got an emulator. I'm going to keep a buck with you. I got a Game Boy Advance emulator on my phone. That's why I'm not too hurt about this. Because even though I'll admit playing games like Metroid and Mario, yeah, playing games like Metroid, Fusion, Zero Mission, Mario Advance, and Sonic Rush, or not Sonic Rush, Sonic Advance on the phone, I'll admit it is a pain in the ass playing those kind of games with a touchscreen phone. But playing RPGs and whatnot on phone, oh yeah, like I'll do it all day. So it's good to have like those kind of games finally handheld with a controller because that was one of the even though i like the game boy advance one of the parts i hate about it so much was how close the fucking controller was well it's a small ass screen well the sps specifically because i had like four sps don't judge me i had a blue red silver the silver one broke actually and we had like a greenish orange for shrek do not judge us we had a shrek game boy advance sp Yes, I love that one. Summer, yeah, for some reason, it was like the only exclusive color Game Boy Advance SP I could think of off the top of the dome. But yeah, Game Boy Advance is nice. I, I'm hoping, I am hoping, I am wishing that this will finally, this will finally be Nintendo's opportunity to give us Mother 3 in America. You put Earthbound and you put Earthbound and Mother 1 on the Nintendo e-service already. Don't let us down with Mother 3. Even though people say it's too edgy topic, serious topics. Y'all got GTA on, on Switch. Let's not go there. You have GTA and other M-rated games on the Nintendo Switch. You, you guys cannot say Mother 3 is too dark. Okay. Uh, also, like I said before, that's available now. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance available right now. And we talk about this all the time. New Mario Kart maps. What what else is it's New Mario Kart maps? And Birdo was finally playable. And no bullshit. I thought Birdo was playable the entire time. I truly did. That's how much Birdo does not mean shit to me. I really thought Birdo was playable the entire fucking time already. I'm calling now. Birdo's going to be in the next match, brothers. I'm calling now. 
Birdo is finally going to be playable in the next Smash. Okay. Either Birdo need to be playable in Smash, or they just make Nintendo Kart at this point. Because how do you top Mario? That's the only way to top Mario Kart 8, in my opinion, is a Nintendo Kart. You got to have Metroid, Star Fox, Pokemon, Zelda. Well, they technically got Zelda in Mario Kart already. You got to have all the Nintendo franchises doing shit other than fighting each other or their own games. It's not like half of them are, it's not like half of the franchises are even thriving or active at the moment. So that'd be a good, that'd be a good, um, that'd be like a good idea or a good suggestion, in my opinion. And well, I'll save this one for last. So like, and like, these are like three games that like, I don't really have an interest in, but like, I figured I should talk about them. Kirby Return to Dreamland, which drops next week. Ooh, wow, why, wow, why are so many games dropping next week? Holy shit. Octopath, Kirby Return to Dreamland, and Grim Guardians. Holy shit. Like, that's three games dropping next week. I'm only getting two. I had to skip on Wildheart for the moment, but damn. Yeah, so like, Kirby Return to Dreamland has a new epilogue. So if you're into that, like, pick that up. And Splatoon 3 and Xenoblade Chronicles and, and, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3, wow, both three. Yeah, like, like both of the games are getting DLC pretty soon. Splatoon 3, I think is, I think, I think the first expansion dropped the same day as the Direct. I'm not really too sure. Like I said, I'm not into, I'm not into Splatoon like that. And Xenoblade Chronicles 3, the DLC also, well, is I think they're on pack three at this point. Either pack three or pack two. I don't keep up with it. Like I said, I don't play Xenoblade Chronicles. I love the music though, but I don't play Xenoblade per se. And the game that they, ch and the final game that Nintendo chose to end the direct on was Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which finally got a release date of May 12th this year. And I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. So don't get mad. Anybody who don't get mad. This is in the game of the year category by default. Say what you want. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is in the game of the year category already. Okay, how mad you get on okay, how mad you get or how much you don't want to hear it. Tears of the Kingdom is in the category of game of the year already, and the game's not even out yet. Don't 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 yeah, don't even ask me how I know it. I just don't. I just know it. I just know it for a fact. So we see some more gameplay footage of it. It seemed like they're sticking with the well. Well, I know shit. They're like sticking with, with the Breath of the Wild aesthetics, but I feel like they're finally bringing back what made Zelda Zelda. What I what I mean by that, I mean like the actual equipment, hub world, NPCs, shit like that. So I just hope me just me hoping. I just hope that. When Tears of the Kingdom f drop, all I ask, you have more substance than your OG game. But I feel like since Breath of the Wild was such critically acclaimed, even though we talk shit about it so often on this channel, well, on this podcast, you know, we talk so much shit about it. Breath of the Wild is still a fucking phenomenal ass game. No matter what me and Greedo say about it, Breath of the Wild is a fucking fantastic game. So don't ever let us discourage you for liking Zelda. He probably might kill me if y'all like out of here and that shit, but I don't give a damn. But anyway, yeah. And there was like, 
and you already know every Nintendo Direct has a lot of filler that I am not even about to get my hands on because there is literally on time they had this one game that was filler of filler. It was basically a Instagram video game. I'm not making this up. If I see you playing that game on my on my friends list, best believe like I will block you. I might even report your page. Yes, I'm being that petty, bro. Like if I see you playing an Instagram-based game, I am reporting you. Why are you playing that game? That is not for us. That is not for us. Wow. I I wanted to run through Nintendo Direct in five to eight minutes, but like I did. Damn, that damn would take up half the fucking episode. Okay, so so I'll keep it on Nintendo at the moment. So on so as of March 27th next month, the Nintendo 3DS and Wii U eShop will be closed forever. So get what you need. I say don't bother with Edge Odyssey. Like since Edge Odyssey is coming to to Switch, don't bother with the Edge Odyssey games. The only games I really need at this point is SNTs and my Dragon Quest. That is the only games I'm truly, truly looking for off that platform. After that, I really don't need nothing else. And only and and only SMT games I really need is Apocalypse and Strange Journey Redux. And for Dragon Quest, if I can't find a cheap copy nowhere else, best believe I am getting well, I got a copy of eight physical on PS2, so like I'm not going to get a 3DS copy of eight. But still, if I see Whatever Dragon Quest is not available on mobile, I'll look into. But like just knowing how Square Enix is, if they lose that market, like they don't seem like the type because it's Square Enix. Cause like Square Enix have a they're good with bringing back old older games. That is one credit I will always get Square Enix. They will always bring back older games. Cause we literally have four mainline Dragon Quest games on Switch. Dragon Quest one one through three and eleven. And I assume 12, whenever 12 release will be on it. So that is five mainline Dragon Quest games on Nintendo Switch. And and 11 is also on everything else as well. PlayStation, Steam, Windows. Well, Steam is one of um. I'm not sure it was a Microsoft. I'll Google check that later. But Dragon Quest 11 is on everything else. So there's really should be... That's really like the only other franchise besides SMT that I'm worried about on the 3DS. And on the Wii U, I'm not worried about a single fucking Wii U game being missing up. Like, I might check it, but there's the chance of me worrying about a Wii U game is marginally low. Because most of the good Wii U games have been ported to Switch already. Tropical Freeze, Pikmin 3, 3D World. The only game they really haven't ported was Star Fox Zero. And I think Yoshi Woolly World, those are like the only two games that haven't Yeah, like Yoshi Woolly World, Star Fox Zero. Yeah, I, I think those are the only Wii U games that have not been ported because we Mario Kart, Tropical Freeze, Pikmin, 3D World, Breath of the Wild, obviously. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, like wow, like because it, it wasn't really much on the console to begin with, but still. Y'all at least, y'all at least got the y'all at least got the heavy hitters out. But 
I don't think a server should ever take down content because you are literally okay. Like unless it's costing you more money to like remove the service, you should never take down services. That's just stupid. Because when you guys took off Mario thirty on my Mario thirtieth anniversary collection, that was a that was a dumb move. I literally bought a digital and a physical copy. Just in case my digital copy stopped working one day by, by knowing how Nintendo operates, I got a physical copy. Just in case, because I don't trust Nintendo's practices. So guess what? I'm not going to lose out on Mario 64, Galaxy, or Sunshine just because Nintendo want to be greedy with their practices and removing shit. And also, speaking of removing shit, well, I'm not really sure they're going to be gone, but, but as of... May 9th, wow, like a lot of shit is happening this spring. Yeah, but yeah, but as of May 9th, the PlayStation, wow, way to deflect off Nintendo. PlayStation is PlayStation is removing the PlayStation Plus collection, which consists of the following games: Batman Arkham Knight, Battlefield 1, Bloodborne, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Crash Bandicoot, Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit Become Human, Fallout 4. Final Fantasy 15 Royal Edition, God of War 2018, Infamous Second Son, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Monster Hunter World, the greatest game, the greatest game on the list, Mortal Kombat X, Ratchet and Clank 2016, RE4, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Until Dawn. You know the crazy part about it is happy games are going, well not have, I'm looking at this list, I own every game but three of them. The only three games on this list I don't own is Battlefield, Call of Duty and Fallout, but I literally own every other game on this list. So for me, I'm not losing much. I literally own every game that's being removed, with the exception of three. But even then, I feel like can't you redeem this game still before it's too late? Because I know I would because I know like they took Persona Five off it years. Well, well last year like they took Persona Five off earlier last year. But I still got it in my library. So I got a feeling like if you at least redeem all these games before it's too late, you can at least keep it in your library. But but, but like I said before, though, like I feel like most PlayStation users have most of these games already because I don't think a play. I don't think there might not be a single PlayStation user like that don't have God of War, that don't have Bloodborne, that don't have Call of Duty. Well, I obviously don't got Call of Duty, but still, I'm thinking that you either you stick to your niche type titles like the the games that you like, or you just don't care. Because like most of the games that they listed, these were definitely their AAA titles. Like I want to say these are def probably Sony's. This is probably like the PS4 best games, like the top twenty or how many games I listed. Like these are definitely like those top games. Or the top selling or whatever. Because I don't know why Detroit becomes human on this list or days gone, but this is definitely. I, you should definitely redeem these games before it's too late. And like I said, you have till May 9th and we're in February. So you have three months. You, like, you, like you still have the rest of February, March, and April to redeem all these games. And me. I got a physical copy of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got a physical copy of seven of these games, and the rest are digital. Because I know I got Monster Hunter World. 
Bro, I, I pretty sure I told the story before. I got Monster Hunter War for $14. And that was like the best $14 purchase ever. I was at a game, I was at a convention, and I was at a convention, and I'm like, oh, okay. It was like maybe like three months before Iceborne dropped. And I just seen like a, you know, it's like the vendor was just selling games. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I scroll by, so okay, like, I want to try Monster Hunter World. Like, the expansion looked pretty interesting. Let me try this out. And oh my gosh. Did my world change? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Monster Hunter World was definitely cracked. That. Let me stop before I get too attached to Monster Hunter before I start talking about Monster Hunter World again. But I do need to try Wild Hearts, but. Like, Wild Hearts is on my list of games I am playing this year. It is one of those games that I am not going to go to the wayside because that game looks fun. It's basically it's basically Monster Hunter by a different company. That's the best way to describe it. New Age Monster Hunter. But I think I really rambled long enough. Since it's me by myself, I'm plugging three games. I am plugging three of them things, yo. So my first game I'm plugging is going to be Punch Club. I am plugging, I am plugging Punch Club off the sole fact that Punch Club Two was just announced the other day. It was literally just announced on the IGN Fan Fest, which if I had more time, cause like I'm already pushing thirty minutes. Like if I had more time, I would definitely, yeah, like I'll definitely I might go over the IG Fan Fest, but still Punch Club. It's basically like a fighting. It's like a. It's kind of weird. Like it's like a story-based RPG. That's like not. It's hard to explain. It's fucking hard to explain. It is. But Punch Club is just one of my games I recommended this week. Another game I am recommending this week. Hmm. What's on the Serato? You know what? You no, know like I'm gonna keep it simple. Like I'm gonna keep it simple again. One step from Eden. It's a roguelike deck builder game like Mega Man Battle Network. So the Battle Network collection is coming out in I want to say a month or two. So if you can't wait, play One Step from Eden. Has PvP and everything. Note to self: the game will piss you off. Note to self: the game will piss you off. Let me just tell you that now: the game will piss you off. It is like I said, roguelites are becoming a lot more popular and trendy. That does not mean they make these games easy. Not in the slightest. And my last game I'm recommended is gonna be Romance and Saga Menstrual Song. Just to round it out with my RPGs. It was recently re-released last month. So I say if you like I say like if you love RPGs and especially the saga franchise, go for it. Oh yeah, and Punch Club is on literally everything from Windows to mobile, PS4, Xbox One, 3DS, and Nintendo Switch. Mistral Song is on everything as well. PS4, Switch, Windows, Xbox. And the same could be same for and the set could be same for one stop one step from eating. Holy shit, bro. I got tongue tied. And I need some fucking water, bro. I have been talking for 31 minutes straight. Holy shit. But folks, like I said before, like I said, at the, like I said at the opening, I'm not trying to make a solo show the main focus. It's just we just can't be missing episodes. 
I feel like it is unprofessional. We just came as episodes and consistency is key. So I feel like if we're at least consistent in your sub box, Dropbox, or your news feed, whatever the case may be, I feel like if we're consistent, we can grow. But if we take off two weeks, if we take off two weeks back to back, three weeks, or even a month like we did in December, that is less exposure, less vis like less visibility, and that's never a good thing. So in order for the 16-bit dream podcast to grow, we will have to you know, there will have to be episodes like this. But with that being said, I think I talked long enough. This has been the 16-bit dream podcast, and we will see you next time. Peace.